Hey guys, welcome to Heartbreak Happy Hour. This is Amy and Dar. What's up? And this is our 13th episode. One, three. One, three equals four. And this is titled Divorce and Happiness. (laughs) I have four, five, six, seven, eight things to tell you. Two things, five. (laughs) So yeah, man, 13. So we have Emily on today. I like her. Yeah, I like her divorce story. I know. It, it, That's a weird sentence to say. I don't like anyone's divorce story because it in like entails pain and heartache and whatever. But you know what excites me is that someone can go through something as shitty as she went through and come out on like not on top. That sounds I'm romanticizing divorce right now. But she found herself and found some great things sound, along the way. She sounded like a badass. She did a lot of badass things and like found herself again. And I think she is a badass from divorce. Have you she, ever been through a divorce? No. Have you ever thought about divorce? Yes. <laughs> Me but, too. But no, I mean, um, <laughs> she's definitely a powerful, smart, awesome woman who figured her shit out. So if there is a divorce like happy club she's in it she's a president maybe. she is the president <laughs> she's the godfather yes. oh my god how many people at our at the the point we are in our lives has not been face to face or thought about divorce do you think it's am i oh like of our friends i mean in our age group yeah, everybody's everybody's i mean up. even people thinking of getting married or romanticize about getting married or they're 32 and they're married i mean is that not Reality, right, is that at some point you're going to become like or come face to face with these issues and you don't know where they're going to lead. Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, most long term relationships are a bit of a pickle at times and you come up against. Well, here's what I, I like to think about. I read a book once. I don't even remember what book it was, but it was it was like the funny guy, I think. I don't know. Whatever. Some book. And he was like talking about his parents and he was like called the funny guy. No, it was some I think it was a comedian. I don't know. But he was like reflecting upon the historical landscape of his childhood. And he was like saying like that those were the two years that my parents were acting weird, you know, or like my parents were. And now as an adult, he realizes those are two years that my parents were like playing around with separation and maybe going to get a divorce. Like, but they didn't end up getting divorced. They, they just had that blip in their life. And like, I think we talked about recently how um, moms sometimes get that rap of like, oh, that's when my mom was into like crystals or like there's that blip in your life. of, And I think in relationships, there are those blips. And that's like, that's the time we almost got a divorce. Yeah. That's the time you cheated on me or that's the time. I think we think our kids assume that we're going through that and they don't, like they're not surprised, but I don't think a lot of kids know. Like, I think we're all going through a lot of shit in our marriages and we just try to stay afloat, you know, like afloat and no one knows. Right. And I mean, I've had a lot of friends I've gotten divorced and they're like, oh my God. God, it just blindsided to my kids. They had no idea. You know, I mean, well, I think, yeah, I think that kids are aware of more than we think, but also they got their own lives, man. <laughs> like they're like focused on living and they're in the moment and they're like, ah, you know, and, and we are not like that when we're, when we were grown up, when we're adults. And so maybe they're just like so busy living that they're not a hundred percent paying attention to everything, but they know when people are sad, they know when people are happy, they know when their home is content and, uh, Probably in retrospect or hindsight, everybody knows everything. But, you know, right then and there, you're like, I don't know. I just know that once I went to, I got sent to um, Jacksonville, uh, Florida, and I was 14. And I went to stay with my aunt and uncle. Mm -hmm. And he was a Navy guy. And it was on the base. We were on the base. And um, I had all these cousins and then my auntie. And I had no idea that they were, like, in the worst part of their marriage ever and she became so they sent you away because they were having issues no no no. i got sent there my parents like sent me there but yeah i went into this family thinking this is amazing there's all these kids and it's chaotic and i'm only child but i guess they were having like the worst familial time ever and i didn't notice anything about it um and then they got a divorce and she completely disappeared from our lives i've never seen her again but like that i didn't have any clue i just thought that that's how adults interacted with each other sometimes yeah you know what i mean like sure 
they weren't mean to each other. They weren't fighting, but like things were going on below the surface that I had no idea about. Like no idea. It's crazy. Like she might not mind going to bingo when she said she's going to bingo. Like no. I don't know, you know, like she was going to Ben, <laughs> not bingo. But I'm just saying, like, there's just so much going on at all times. Yeah. Know, in all relationships. And like it's really interesting. And yeah, so I think But your parents are still together. Yeah. Oh, so you're I'm, after how many years of marriage? Yeah, I think that they I'm sure they had some they had some times too. I'm oh, sure. we know they did. Yeah. I mean, like, we every, all yeah. of our parents did, you know. My parents ended up divorcing when I was two years out of high school, I guess. Did they sit you down and talk to you? Was it weird? Oh my awkward? god, no. <gasps> no, they did not sit us down and and I was in my second year of school and my mom called me and she was like, Oh, you yeah, you're coming home this weekend? Uh, yes, of course. I went home a lot of the weekends for like beans and laundry. <laughs> and she's like, Well, your dad's not gonna be here. And I'm like, Really? why well he's gone like he's just gone i'm like okay and, i mean that was just it was like it. i i got it then you know yeah. i'm like okay and it didn't come as a well, surprise you did but know a little bit of you had some historical stuff mm, kind yeah. of yeah mm -hmm. yes you knew. so yeah lots of backstory there but i mean i wasn't really surprised but still like even as like an older child when your parents say that they're getting divorced you could be like they have the worst fucking marriage in the entire world mm -hmm. but you always take for granted they're going to stay yeah. together and really now looking back even though it was hard as a child i'm like i'm really glad that they did i yeah. wish they would have done it when i was younger you know and they always say like you know parents say we did it for you we stayed together for the children right tricky i mean i have friends do you that say that I, we have to stay together for the kids right it's very complicated that, yeah i mean for sure i think um but what sucks is like, so say our friend Emily, who we're going to listen to this beautiful story. What if your mom would have been like, peace out. Mm -hmm. And she could have like, you know, changed her life drastically. Mm. Like you never know. Or, or your dad or whatever. It would have been like, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my parents sat me down when I was like eight or nine and said that they were getting a divorce. Oh. And I remember being actually excited. Yeah. You know, and then they reconciled and like whatever. And it's just as a child, it's like, you know, you know, yeah. it's, it's okay. You know, you just want your both of your parents to be happy. So, um, yeah. So I think with Emily, uh, is a friend of ours, you know, when she was going through, you know, this, this situation with her husband and many, many friends of mine, I can only tell my story and share my story saying as a child of parents that necessarily didn't fight all the time. And that's another yeah. thing is, it's not like this crazy, you're throwing wine glasses and, yeah. and fighting all the time and being violent. It was <laughs> sleep in separate bedrooms, watch TV in yeah. separate rooms, you know, for many years. And it's like, that's just kind of weird, yeah. you know, and it's kind of like the unsaid and it's quiet and, and that's, that's not good either. It's devastating too. No, but yeah, I was just thinking about how good either. I heard, overheard, um, <laughs> I overheard Joe say, your mother is just passionate. Well, that's because nice. I throw glass. Yeah, I was mad. I have rage issues. I mean, it does, I don't take it on people. I take it on on pottery. But Amy, I don't think you're alone there. I think we all do, and I think some of us actually throw that glass, and yeah. then some of us don't. But that's okay. I know the people I mean, who it don't. Is. Are you watching Big Little Lies? By no, the way, on but HBO. I hear about it. I hear oh about my it. god, this is yeah. That's just it, about? it. Just takes me. So Big Little Lies on HBO. It's um. Nicole Kidman, yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. But Nicole Kidman is fantastic. And she looks, which I'm always like, oh, she's older and looks younger, but she looks phenomenal. She's awesome. Everyone's she, like, she's had so much work. I don't care what Botox she's had. to hell. I don't care. She's gorgeous. Uh, whatever. I mean, that's what I tell my yeah. guy when I get Botox. I want to look like, like Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Just make me look like him so or her. What, what's the premise? Um, so it's like these women that live in Monterey county in okay. california and they all have money and except for one girl like that's moved in to the to monterey with this she's a single woman with this one child and turns out she's been like sexually assaulted oh. which i think is why she's had this child and he's um presumed to be the school bully in oh. this new very affluent rich you know school community and um everyone looks down on her you know, because her kids Who's like, she in life? oh, I'm trying to think of her name, but she's from um, the Hunger Games, I believe. Katniss? 
Not Katniss. I, I have oh. this wrong then. Okay. Not the Hunger Games. <laughs> it's, it's killing me. Everyone's like, it's this. Okay, it's fine. I can't think of her name. You would know. Uh, and they, they all become friends and drink wine? or Yes, except for Laura Dern, who's <gasps> oh my God, amazing. I love her. Do you know she used to be married to Ben Harper? And she's yes! got a divorce from Ben yes! Harper. I don't see. see. That was a divorce. That was dumb. Honey, you never know why. I mean, Ben Harper. Come on. Okay, you have an idea I would ben let Harper. him pee on me. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to sip my wine now. Um, okay. I know we have no idea. He's probably really We have no so idea. Mean. He could be the biggest ass munch in okay. America. So, oh my God. So anyways, you're watching it and you like yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's I'm, so this good. Is so why did I start talking about big Divorce. Oh my God. So Nicole Kidman's character is married to this guy named Perry, I believe. And it's the guy from... Um, uh, True Blood. Oh, I love him. The um, vampire? Eric. Oh, the blonde. The blonde. Mm. Fucking hot. Mm. Hot. And of course, when his character walks in, I'm like, I'm never shutting this off. I'm going to care. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, a, I'm a true fan until the end. Okay. Well, he's a dick. Okay. Like, they have very intense um, sex, but he like, he beats her oh, and stuff. So good. Well, not, not so good. Not like, I'm going to spank you. You know, like he's a fucking dick. (laughs) Like he pours like Legos all over her and hits her and, and, and shoves Legos into her arms and bruises her. Weird. I know. Like, don't try that at home. You know, just pee on someone. Yeah. Just pee on someone's back, (laughs) but don't shove a Lego into someone's forearm because it leaves a bruise and it was horrible. And I felt really bad for her. Very pale skin, very thin skin. (laughs) She and Reese Witherspoon. It's just a great show. Great, okay, great I'm show. Watch You've got to watch only it. If you'll watch this. Self-contained. It's a mini series on HBO. I'm going to watch it if you give me your passcode. And then also. I, I give you my passcode for everything. So, uh, you have Amazon. You have. Tell our readers. Our, list, our readers. Our listeners. What happens to What you my passcode no, is? No, no. On a daily uh, basis. You're like. Ding. That you don't know. Oh, that. I get alerts. I get Amazon alerts. <laughs> so and so just purchased white shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Size youth, 14. <laughs> and also a Gator. shake Gatorade shake bottle. I'm like, you're buying way too much. And I'll text her. I'm like, Amy, you're buying way too much shit for a boy for soccer. You know he's going to lose it. <laughs> okay, so divorce is not about this. But this. But is- also, oh, what? well, two things. Seven. Um, I got that beach wrap. And he oh, was yeah. like, oh, I saw this really delightful beach wrap that you just ordered <laughs> on Amazon. Oh, I just got the same one. So she came over to my house one day. We're wearing the same beach wrap. It's so good. It was $4 from It China. was like, yeah, oh, including shipping. So good. Yeah. But um, I got the hives. I want, to wa- I want you to watch the show that I'm also engrossed in right now on Netflix called 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. I just started watching it and it's pretty intense. Is this a psycho thriller? It's about this girl, this teenage, like 16 year old girl who kills herself and she leaves behind a box of like mixtapes that, you know, that's weirdly cool again. Yeah. So weird how they have tapes again. And it's like the, it tells the story of why she did it. And she names all the people that made her kill herself. It's crazy. (gasps) And they walk around, listen to it. Oh, um, that's creepy. With Memorex, like Walkmans. It's so crazy. I had that. I had but the, one. But The Cure is playing all these old, it's Ooh. like all the old songs. What's it called? Kill With Me? 13 Reasons Why. Oh. Fascination Street by The Cure is playing. <gasps> oh my God. Okay, well anyways, let's there was, talk. There's another one you told me about too recently. Oh, so good. Which one? It's about old music, right? It's coming to me. <laughs> Well, you were like smacking Roth oh. across the face the other day. You were like, like yeah. I can't even believe you. Have oh, it. it's called Sing Street. Sing Street. It's so good. Is that uh, Netflix too? That is Netflix. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sing Street, 13 Reasons Why, and what's the other one called from HBO? Oh, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Watch all three, send us an email, and we'll give you a prize. I would love to get some kind of a kickback from all these places for us to talk about this Someday. stuff. Someday. Someday. In the, in the all right. So let's listen to Emily. Emily, yes. no disrespect by this grossly inflated, crazy I mean, intro. We love about you. about peeing on Ben Harper. Come on. I know. We have no idea what Ben Harper is like. So you never know. Ben Foltz five. All right. Let's listen to Emily. Welcome to Heartbreak Happy Hour. Um, Dar here. Hey, it's Amy. 
This is Emily. Hey, we've got our guest Emily here today. Emily, thanks for coming. Well, oh, my pleasure. We're so excited to have you today. Me too. Yeah, you guys, um, we always like to start off, and we are kind of having a few beverages on the table what today. Are what are you drinking? What are we drinking? We are drinking the finest Trader Joe's Blanc de Blancs. <laughs> Cheers. We are so fancy. All right. Cheers. We've got our Blanc de Blanc um, and a side of coffee. So, the coffee side. Yeah, we're awake. I always have to have my coffee side piece. Yeah. I'm a sipper. I like multiple beverages. Mm -hmm. I do. I always like a water. I like a Diet Coke. I like a glass of wine. And maybe an orange juice. (laughs) I mean, you just never (laughs) know. is very hydrated. Yeah. I like beverages. Your skin looks great. (laughs) Well, thank you. I do like my beverages. So, Emily, tell us what you're here for today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what brought you here to this den of heartbreak. (laughs) So, yeah, I saw your... I don't know, APB on Facebook and describing your project. And I thought it was one of the best ideas I'd ever heard. Thank Aww. you. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. I mean, mine's an older heartbreak, right? I'm on kind of the other side. Welcome to Heartbreak Happy Hour. Um, Dar here. Hey, it's Amy. This is Emily. Hey, we've got our guest Emily here today. Emily, thanks for coming. Welcome. Oh, my pleasure. We're so excited to have you Me today. Too. Yeah, you guys, um, we always like to start off and we are kind of having a few beverages on the table what today. Are you drinking? What, are you drinking? what are we drinking? We are drinking the finest Trader Joe's Blanc de Blancs. <laughs> Cheers. We are so fancy. All right. Cheers. We've got our Blanc de Blanc um, and a side of coffee. So, coffee side. yeah, we're awake. I always have to have my coffee side piece. Yeah. I'm a sipper. I like multiple beverages. Mm -hmm. I do. I always like a water. I like a Diet Coke. I like a glass of wine. And maybe an orange juice. (laughs) I mean, you just never (laughs) Dar's very hydrated. Yeah. I like beverages. Your skin looks great. (laughs) Well, thank you. I do like my beverages. So, Emily, tell us what you're here for today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what brought you here to this den of heartbreak. So, yeah, I saw your, I don't know, APB on Facebook and describing your project. And I thought it was one of the best ideas I'd ever heard. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. I mean, mine's an older heartbreak, right? I'm on kind of the other side of it. But the idea that we can like... I'll share our stories and give each other a hand is like the thing I took from my heartbreak. So I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Tell us something about yourself. Um, So I'm a mom of a fantastic 17-year-old boy. I am a lawyer, but the nice kind. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yay, um, for you. I'm a suburban mom. Uh That's it. I'm single. Well, not I'm da- I'm engaged now, yeah. but oh, not married. Yeah. Right. right. So you're not available. I am not available. Okay, we need okay. to make Put that the barricade. Yeah, yeah, we need to. All right, because someone might listen to this and be like, "She's amazing," she which is. you so are. Wonderful. Yes. Like, sorry, she's taken. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I think that um, some of the greatest things about this project are we're talking about things that are really fresh and things that were happened a long time ago, things that you're working through still, and I I think that. It's awesome to tell us a story that brought you to where you are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how long ago, where, where would you, where are you taking us? So um, it's 2016. I'll start in 2010. Okay. Um, New Year's Eve. So like New Year's Eve 2009, ringing in 2010. Um, yeah, I had been married for 19 years. Our kid was 10. Um yeah, we were at the party, and then we came home after the party, and he told me he was moving into the downstairs bedroom. So that was exciting. Yeah. On New Year's Eve. Did New you Year's kiss Eve. at midnight like everything was okay? I thought everything okay. <laughs> was okay. So you were at a house party having a good old time yeah, we for were, New Year's Eve. We were across the street at the neighbor's house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. kiss. Love you. Everything's great. Go home. Yeah. See ya. I'm moving downstairs. Okay. All right. So, you know, I mean, like when that... Of course, things weren't like in hindsight, of course, things weren't great, but I didn't realize we had Got arrived there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, I was too stunned to yeah. <laughs> argue about it. I was like, good God, it's midnight, we're fucking drunk, yeah. and yeah. Okay. you want to, yeah. fine, you want to sleep downstairs on the futon, have at it. Yeah. Um, and a month later, he had moved out. Uh, by February 1st. So it wasn't just one of those fights where you're like, I'm fucking done. I move. I'm sleeping on the couch. So he had made up his mind. He had made up his mind. And, you know, in hindsight, we never fought. 
that was the fucking okay. problem, uh, yeah. right? Like there were all these simmering things from who a decade, two yeah. decades almost, you know? Yeah, 19 years is a long time to be with someone. Oh, yeah. A long time, a yeah. long time. We hadn't been married for 19 years. I take that back. We'd been together for 19 years. And you had a 10-year-old, so you had nine years together without a child Yeah, to form a bond, friendship, and to kind of fuck things up too which we do yeah <laughs> but you had enough apparently. time to yeah 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 okay so let's go to that time then after he went to the futon until he moved out let's go there and tell us about that and then also you might want to go backwards a little bit with this story i think yeah, yeah. okay yeah. cool um god the futon days so our kid was 10 you know he knew what was up Mostly, yeah. you know, he, he got it. So that was confusing for him and confusing for me and, you know, just upsetting for everybody. There was, you know, those days like when you're both so mad about something, you like you're not speaking and yet there's something thick and horrible hanging Awful. in the air, yeah. right? Yes. Where you can be in the same room, but. There's like like dread and disgusting angst. thick yeah, energy. Like a yeah, beast in there with you. Yes, so the beast was in the house all month. Really, oh. really. It yeah. was it was icky, and I I was so stunned. I shut. I didn't. I in hindsight, I ought to have asked more questions. I ought to have ga- engaged more. But I was just like, "Fuck, what is that? I'm frozen." Yeah, I'm frozen. Yeah, no one taught you how to handle that situation, right? No. Yeah. What do you do? Right. So you let him stay. It's not like get the hell out of here right. because where are they supposed to go a right so and then b you're trying to probably navigate this and with a child right right and make make sure he felt safe and you know that like i didn't fucking know what was going to happen but like that he knew he was never going to be alone yeah for sure so. yeah so do you go through at that point and tell your kid or you're just like you just don't say much because you're not sure what's going to happen because yeah this is all on you Right. Because he's already made this decision. He's where is he, he at? Yeah. yeah, was he talking about like we're getting a divorce? We're le- I'm leaving. What was he saying during this period of weirdness? Nothing. Just, right. Uh, just, just just disengaging just, from the relationship. Yeah. Okay. And, and right. And had, of course, again in hindsight, disengaged solely over some yeah. period of time leading yeah. up to that. Yeah. So yeah. So I mostly. You know, just said, "Hey, Daddy's living downstairs. Um, he wants his own room for a little while." Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Yeah. And we kind of carried on. He was not working. He hadn't been working in six months. Um, so that added a whole, like, other weird economic thing. Mm-hmm. And he's there all the he's time. He's there all the time. All the time. No, I'm not because I'm at work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I, I do have a few friends that have gone through this as well. And I guess I've never known the side which, you know, anybody that's listening and has or has known somebody to go through it with the child in this situation. Um, how is this process with a kid? I mean, how, what is your, like, how do you observe this? Not to get off topic too yeah. much, but I think it's a valid um, thing to bring up. Like it's the kids, you know, it's like, well, we're adults. We'll fucking handle it. But it's like, what, you know, what about these kids? So like when, when dad's sleeping downstairs, mom's sleeping upstairs, he's young enough to maybe not quite absorb it. Or did he talk to you about these things and how did, how was this, you know what I mean? How did he handle that? So, and it's weird because in addition to being the kid, he was the only kid. Mm-hmm. So I can see where, you know, somebody with siblings, they'd be like, okay, we're going to huddle in Joey's bedroom right. and talk this shit out. He didn't have anybody. Right. Um, and so, you know, I tried to stay open to him as much as I was able to at that point. He didn't ask a lot of questions until dad moved out and you okay. guys weren't engaging in fighting so much at this point at all right it was no like fighting or there was there wasn't no. we okay. would oh god <laughs> remembering like all this stuff silently now. slaying the monsters on your own yeah you like, okay. well or like um so we we knew obviously there was stuff to work out but we were so fucking ham-handed about yeah. it am i allowed to just cuss like yes we cuss yeah. all the time <laughs> cuss away sister. yes so we would we had almost an institutional horrible thing that i dreaded where after new year's starting new year's day i think we would put max to bed and we would go downstairs and make some tea and sit at the table and mm. talk the talk you know yeah. whatever talks and 
crazy shit came out from like years and years before that had never like you know he was upset about things I didn't even remember having happened and again right I'm it's all being displayed to me at that point you're dumbasses like you should have been fighting all along right actually yeah did you go to therapy at all or you just did your own Mm -hmm. tea therapy we god it was before it was before um I mean we were struggling I could tell he was struggling that's part of why he had left his job in the summer before and that summer he and I went to a couple sessions of therapy together um we went three times. Okay. Apparently, that's the magic number. I didn't three. know this. Okay. Yeah, apparently, everybody, you either go for, like, you know, you're in for the long haul, yeah. or you go for three and you quit. And okay. I don't know what huge percentage of people go for three and quit. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So we went for three and quit, and then, yeah. I mean, it's not enough time to get anywhere, really. Right. Yeah. So you knew leading up to this, that, so we'll, we'll move in a second, but leading up to this, he was having some issues anyways. You, you said left his job. He was going through something on his own. Yeah. So something you knew he was going through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but then all of a sudden the marriage is the problem. Yeah. Okay. So he, his father had died a couple years before. I think that started, mm. he would say no. He would oh still my say God. no, Grief I'm sure. Grief is such but, a trigger to so many things. Yeah. Well, and, and a relationship with his father that wasn't all good yeah you know so then there's the guilt and there's the and his father had been sick for a really long time it was stomach cancer and it was horrible so you know leading into that yeah um yeah so I think that kind of triggered if nothing else it triggered some introspection on Mm -hmm. his part like you know his dad was 62 when he died so you know we're 40 at that point that's young yeah Yeah. and I'm sure he's thinking fuck if I've only got 22 years on this planet yeah Yeah. I don't want it to to feel like this. Yeah, which can set you into panic mode. Yeah. Right. And yeah. right into a middle-age crisis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he had been unhappy with his job for some time and we had talked about it, you know, that previous year before he quit. I was like, "Look, if you're if you're unhappy with your job, you know, quit, figure it out. Like take some time, be home with our kid during the summer. We don't have to, you know, work out the weird summer camp, you know, yeah. schedule or whatever. Just be home, be together." You know, think about stuff and figure out where you want to so go. So you're there that offering them support. Gift. That was yeah. such a gift you gave him. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. She's shrugging like, I fucking was, but apparently. Well, I mean, that's wasn't, what, you yeah. know, that's what I wanted was, you know, if that's what this is, if you're in the, a wrong job or, you know, and I think what it, I don't mean to psychoanalyze him and it's this day isn't about him oh I don't my god think, analyze away <laughs> do whatever you want if it helps you go for it you know well, I think like right he was he was unhappy somewhere so deep inside yeah and you know maybe it's the job oh it's not the job maybe it's the marriage oh it's not the marriage mm-hmm. maybe whatever your shit is follows you around mm-hmm. and I don't care if you're in one job or the other or you're married or you're not. I don't care if you're in Greece, that mm-hmm. shit's going to follow yeah. you. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think he was probably unpleasantly surprised that things didn't magically get better when he had this idyllic summer of right joy with our. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. So we know he's got that going on. So then there's the month of him sleeping on the couch. And then, so he, he eventually leaves. Yeah. Did you want him to go? I didn't know he was going. I mean, it was terrible, right? All of us in the house and the beast in the kitchen with us and the nightly tea talks, which were fucking terrible, Um, especially when you've gone... Twenty years without talking about anything, then we're well. You don't. Do it at 10 you're not trained night. or nobody's can like ask, awesome uh, at it. Can I ask you know, a, a personal question. Of course, that's um, what this is about. Were, were Were you still? Was there a level of intimacy still together with you at, and your husband at this point? Like you were having this tea time. Like, was there times when you would come together and have whatever that mm-hmm. means? Like, were you still like? Was there something that was still there, or was it very much apart? I at that point, I don't know what his interest level in was, but I shut that shit down. Okay. So you were like, I mean, no, I was like wounded yeah. and throwing yeah. up the protective barriers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. That could well, have been a time. I just find that like yeah. with long-term historical relationships, sometimes uh, the intimacy can come and go and come and go because you can't yeah. control that when we know it's like a deep emotional thing, but like, it's interesting to think um, there was a month 
that you were just sitting having tea talking but like you couldn't even come together in any sort of intimate way no, no. Okay. and like across the table yeah. like you and not I, a like hug not, or hold my hand yeah, over no, this no conversation touching, right now no it's yeah. that is heartbreaking to me right there yeah that's a big disconnect yeah it was terrible so uncomfortable <laughs> i mean that's yeah. not even the word you know what i mean it's like when you have such a horrible um disconnect or going through such a major something in your marriage that you can't even talk or find some kind of I mean it's the worst I mean mm-hmm. have we kind of been there well, all yeah. a little bit We've yes all been there, yeah. right yes yeah. it's the you know it's kind of like is there an adult that's going to step up right now yeah. and guide us through this because we don't know what the hell to yeah. do right now right. you know you just don't know what and to I do I think there's something really to be said about um other people, you have your own issues, you have your own shit you're dealing with, but like other yes. people having like a, a layer of grief around them or walking through the world wounded and you want so much to help them, but often you cannot help anyone else. They have to find their own way. And that's very frightening when it's your partner and yes. when it's your loved one and like yeah. just watching them kind of in retrospect, whatever, flounder a little bit yeah. with everything. And that's sad to me. And it's, I've been there and it's really hard and difficult to yeah acknowledge and deal with yeah and to know what to do and you don't yeah. ever know what to do in the moment you're not do you're trying things but you don't really probably know what to do until you can step away from it yeah until that other person also is either not around you and anymore or they're with you and then they've changed and they've come around that corner or right yeah that is a struggle and i don't know if it's women we're such like uh, natural caretakers but when someone that you love is hurting and you know they're going through something but at the same time they're hurting, hurting you, you. Yeah. do you sit there and lick your wounds but at the same time pet the back of their head mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's like you said you just start shutting down and putting down your gates you know or some people forget about themselves completely right. and then just kind of i don't get, you know just give them everything which is not so not good for, for, <laughs> so for tell, tell us more for about what you did. Yeah. Tell us more about what you did. I think I really focused hard on on our son, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what we're taught to do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I threw up the walls, <laughs> and our son was inside. Yep. My husband was outside. Yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you had to do that, and that is. Um, that was your purpose. I mean, that's our purpose as moms is to take care of that, that child, you know, and that I'm sure got you through the shittiest of fucking days, right? Is that you have this child there. Yeah. You got to get up. You got to got to get up. Even if sometimes you don't, I mean, you love them. You want to be there for them, but sometimes, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he, he leaves. And was there a point, like Amy said that you were like, don't go, or you were just like, at this point I'm shut down and this is going to, this is happening. So, again, it was the the sneak attack, I think, that threw me and made me un, mm-hmm. incapable of reacting. Yeah. Um, so he told me one night, um, you know, I've got an appointment. I'm moving out first of the month. That night, um, we went to Pasta Palooza, the big fundraiser <laughs> at our elementary school. Yay! So, so raising was money. anyone else aware of this? Did you confided in any friends at this time, or had he? So I thought not until I was at Pasta Palooza. Oh, oh, go on. Yeah, the PTA fundraiser. The PTA fundraiser in so our very small the, town. Our, yeah, all the kids are there. All the parents are there. Like yeah. everybody's there. And I'm standing in the hallway outside the art room uh-huh. looking at the silent auction autumn items. And uh, my friend comes up to me, the acquaintance more than a good uh-huh. friend, you know. And she said, uh, yeah, so, you know, my husband's helping your husband move. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck, everybody knows. <laughs> Every fucking body And knows. you're like, cannot leave that thing. You have oh, to stay my. at that thing. I have Function. to not break down. Yeah. You know, in front of the art room, <laughs> Pasta Palooza. Oh my God. Yeah. So I think that was the what I was like. And, you know, he very well may have only told Dave because Dave had a truck yeah. and he needed a hand getting this shit right, right. there. But I'm not digging the timing of this woman no. coming up to you at the no. Pasta Palooza saying this while you're looking at silent auction art. Well, she and she didn't, she didn't know that. I, she didn't know that I you didn't, didn't know. That I didn't know that You never know knew. when, so, oh God, okay. But, and right, our town being what it is, you yeah. know, Dave yeah. knows, his wife knows. When you live in knows. a town in suburbia, <laughs> in Ohio at least, a lot of people know everyone. Yeah. yeah. And so everyone's, it's like we're all two degrees of separation apart yeah. from yeah. one another. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like naked mm-hmm. at yeah. Pasta Palooza. Yeah. 
That's awful. Oh, <laughs> Emily. That's awful. So you're totally in shock. Nope, had no idea. So he's already planned this move and he's, oh, you he's know. had an apartment. An apartment it was the basement of his friend's okay. photography studio because mm-hmm. he didn't have a job and he didn't yeah. have any money, so he couldn't pay for anything. But his buddy let him live there. He had already bought furniture, um, moved shit down there. I didn't know any of that. So... Yeah, so that was exciting. A forgotten about preschool, um, uh, biblical Bible school room in the, in the basement yeah. of an old church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So at that point, I think, right, the surprise of it, the embarrassment of yeah. it, right? Like, yeah. oh my God, what is everybody saying? Yeah, at that point, I was like, "Fucking go!" You know, can you go? Can you go today? Actually, because okay. there's I've, so much. Yeah, I mean. Let's just talk about that for a second. There's so much like shame in when we can't make things work yeah. or when we when the when other people see how we can't make things work. Yeah. And that's like not real. It's really not real. It's a story that we're like creating, I'm sure. But that feeling of being so embarrassed, it's like crazy that that can overtake the pain of your heart at that moment and all of that. And that's and it makes me sad like that that is the truth of most relationships that break. Yeah. Up. And yeah. I and that's I that's how I see is kind of like the change of um your emotions too because I think always we are kind of like I don't know I don't I don't I don't want to I'm not like a psychologist some people like act like I'm pissed off at first some people are like really hurt but it's almost like change like you could be sad for a while and then like you're like now I'm pissed yeah. you're yeah. like I don't care what I felt a week ago now I'm really Stages mad a week ago like 20 minutes ago I mean it would <laughs> yeah. go through those things like you know like you're flipping the you know cards you know it just oh I'm now I'm enraged you're now going I'm back crying. and forth now I'm just terrified yeah 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 so he moved out he moved out okay yeah and did you feel like you had a good support system around you and how did this work out that's that's the the thing right is I didn't know how much I had yeah at that time when you needed see and sometimes in this in this podcast we like to talk about heartbreak in a different way too and like yeah. you're tearing up right now you're yeah. so that's make that's like a happy moment for you this this thing that broke your heart open because it's so good yeah. and that's so wonderful that that's entwined in this heartbreak story and that's the right word exactly is it like it broke it open yeah so that stuff could come in yeah yeah how awesome. um how did those few months after he moved out go for you as a family are you together and did things come out you said you know I should have known like I we knew but like did things come back to you and you realized and you were able to kind of put closure on this or how did it work out for you no there was no closure for a really long time um yeah I went into um sorry I'm all weepy it's okay um Um, you know what it's fine this is what yeah this is what happens when you talk about things that are a a part of your life that were it was a long time of your life you were with this person and I think that is totally valid take your time just have a breath um <laughs> well I think when we can, tell our yeah. story it's been such a long time so when you start bringing this stuff back up because you know we could be friends and we haven't talked about this in years and you know because in the meantime, you've been rebuilding this life, you right. know, and so to go back and revisit can be really, really hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're just kind of, you know, but also kind of refreshing that you but know refreshing. where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. You were yeah. yeah. But Absolutely. you're like, God, and, and it is. It's almost like I've come that far. Like I came, you know, I mean, it's a, it's amazing, you know, but yeah, I mean, so if you can. So, I mean, this, this, uh, at this point, you know, he moved out. It was a really, really long time until you guys, um, made any peace. Were you able to through co-parenting to come ever on that ground? Um, because either you fucking do or you don't, and there's just too much pain, you know, involved for some people to get to that point and that's okay. You know, I think what, um, what makes me the most sad was um in one of the nightly tea talks fucking horror shows um <laughs> he was talking about like what's he gonna do you know he needs a job he's he's got a phd he's in a specialized field there's only so many jobs in every city you know so mm-hmm. like maybe i won't find something here so he <laughs> said 
Um, yeah, I might have to move out west and be like an uncle to Max. <laughs> and oh. I was like, you motherfucker. An uncle. Yeah. You motherfucker. You know, and also in a previous tea discussion had told me that um, he never wanted to be married, that he never wanted a child, and that I had manipulated him into doing it. So at that point, I'm all... You're like, who are you, right? Yeah. You're like, who are you? Who exactly. are you? Exactly. Not only who are you, but like what kind of person even puts those things into words? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not puts it into words, but who thinks it in the first place? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I went into full on, I don't know what's going to happen with daddy. Mama bear. But I'm there. Yeah. 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 So not only did he not want uh, to be husband anymore, he didn't even want to be a dad. I'm like moving out west and I can be an uncle. Yeah, so yeah. I, of course, called him out on that <laughs> later. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course he said, and I'm sure it's true, I did not believe it at the time, you know, look, I had a ton of yeah. strong emotions. I said some stuff that was not what I meant, really. You know, I overstated things to make a point. Sure. I believe Don't that. Don't we all? Some, I, de- I definitely <laughs> yeah. believe that, especially in the in the midst of crazy high emotions. Yes. I believe that. Yes. But it still doesn't, you'll never forget those words. That's the thing. When you have this big, you will never forget that. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. Are any of us are polished best when we're going through some kind of crisis no. right. or some horrible fight when you're in mm-hmm. love? I mean, no. Right. You're a beast. We're all like, it's horrible, yeah. you know? So. And in hindsight, like one of the things I learned through the horror show is, I'm extremely literal. You know, you tell me something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's been some work on my end. Like, oh, actually, people say shit they don't mean, yeah. which sounds so elementary, but I, no, I had to learn you it are. at 40 no, <laughs> I, Oh, God. I dig no. it. I'm a poet, and I say all kinds of wacky shit, and people are like, what are you talking You know, and I have some very literal friends and family members who just really have to work hard with me. Because yeah. I know it's very difficult when you have two people that talk a little differently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I think that's what I did. I didn't pay a ton of attention to what was going yeah. on with me other than I got to keep going to work. I got a kid. I got to get. But I wanted to keep everything OK for him. Yeah. Yeah. As best I could. Yeah. Oh. So where where did this take you? So a couple years out until you guys were uh, are you guys on any kind of. I mean, you're not having tea, but are you guys on <laughs> any kind? <laughs> Do you even drink tea anymore? No, after I those can't days? even stand it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> tea time. So, so this continued on. This is really never you guys didn't come. And this is not like some story where you're like, we finally became friends. You're just like, no, you no. just never, he never changed. And, and did he become then, did he change his role as a father and he was there for your son then? He didn't move out west. He did not move out west. He stayed into, oh, because I threatened to kill him. I left that part oh, out. Oh, good. Well, that works sometimes. I'm proud of you that that actually worked. <laughs> See, you said things that you might not have meant as well. Oh, no, no she meant I that. Meant every every bit of it. He and stayed. he was there. And he you guys co-parented, but your relationship has not really ever evolved into a friendship again or no and isn't that weird how that can happen isn't that so that's what i think is so strange about humans and how we can interact and like there was once a time yeah and now there's this time and like yeah and that it happened i mean of course right and it didn't happen overnight but it feels like but i think Mm -hmm. it did i think also um i loved how you said like it was just all of a sudden i was like yeah because this doesn't happen i'm gonna divorce you in a little bit yeah i'm gonna Mm -hmm. you know like you don't whisper in your lover's ear things are gonna Soon. You know, like yeah. this, it just fucking happens. It's coming, and hold on to your coming, ass. Yeah. And I love, right. I love that you can think about the past and look back, but it still just hits you. Everything yeah. hits you. You know, I the tell, end of a relationship hits you. I tell my sister in law, and and that was one of the hidden gifts, right? Is he has a he, big family. He's one of seven kids, and I stayed oh, super cool. tight with his mother. With oh, my that's sister. a gift. That's cool. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's it's, un- and they didn't try to break they you made down and make you become friends again or they didn't no. like do any of that no okay no and they knew yeah they had lived with him yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> you know? gotcha so they knew some stuff um no but i told his one sister it was like remember the scooby-doo cartoons right and yeah. velma like would always they'd always be running from the monsters and she'd always trip and her glasses would come off and she'd be feeling on the floor yeah. and then she'd bump into like the whoop yeah. secret door that would like right. put her into a different room and there's the monster yeah. or whatever yeah. and she you know 
that's what it felt like it oh happened. Like I was Velma. Like, yeah. Where are my glasses? Fuck, I'm in the secret room and there's a monster here and yeah. I don't even know how it happened. That is such a fucking awesome way of putting it. I <laughs> never. It felt. My God, I love the way you think, Emily. <laughs> oh, because change wow. happens yeah. like that. And I think it, yeah, it's just so interesting and sad and heartbreaking that. <sighs> People change, and I—I I mean, there's this whole thing. You people don't. People are the same. People don't change. People no, change, and people change. here's the deal: people can change for a year or two years and have spots in their life where they're different, and they can come back to you. But there's this great quote. It's like, um, I think it's Joan Didion. I'll look this up. But it's like, once someone leaves you, they're never the same person that comes back. Like once, and I think that's yeah. so true with like uh, yeah. relationships. Like once you're out there and you come back to me it's probably it's never going to be the same well and sometimes i wonder too if that person you ever knew the real person you know and that's part of it too well that's that's really creepy but it happens like they just pretend for so many years to the point like i can't do this anymore because they start really going through life shit that they can't not they can't be that person anymore so then all of a sudden what i'm wondering if this all of a sudden he's like taking off his little suit that he's been wearing and he's like this is actually me you know it's like that's creepy too I mean that right. could be and I felt like that's what it was you know I'm super good at you know keeping busy and we're here and you know we'll mm-hmm. have the giant parties at our house and everything's party time play time we're moving all the time and so we don't yeah. ever you spoke well, of it's a busy life parenting yeah. and being married and you know we don't stop and think too much because you're busy. Well, you can't, busy. Let the, you can't let the plate stop spinning. But Are we checking about, in every night at five? Are we you t- know? We're not, I'm not having tea. I'm not having tea and be like, are don't you still it. you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, no. I mean, I mean I'm I pounding like I mean, Sauvignon I guess Blanc should, you know? and saying let's go upstairs. That's what you do learn in therapy is checking in. Check in with your partner. Yeah. Check in at three o'clock twice a week. Be like, what's going on? How but are you? But you can't not do it for a decade and then no, start doing it every day. Come on. Right. <laughs> I'm really, right. I'm so interested in, um, back to your friends and how much you were, you know, surprised at the love and the support you had. But how did your social network of your friends together deal with? Because that's also an interesting thing when people yeah. divorce. Like, did you lose friends, gain friends? Did think Were they shocked? Like, were your I think everybody was shocked. I mean, Max said when we told him, you know, mom and dad are getting a divorce, he started crying. He's like, but you never fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. Therein lies the problem, honey. And yeah. we'll spend some years talking about yeah. that. And, you know, our right? I mean, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of us, whatever, gripe yeah. about this or that or whatever. Yeah. I don't think I did a ton of that. You know, mm-hmm. the little annoyances. Oh, he yeah. forgot to pick up Max or wh- whatever, but not productively argue. Yeah. 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 You know, Work so I think out. people were yeah. surprised. Um, I think <laughs> so. Um, I think the biggest blessing, though, for better and for worse, there were people that disappeared that I thought for sure were going to have my back and were gone, mm-hmm. you know, couldn't and, and you know, not because whatever. They couldn't deal with it for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And there were people that I didn't expect, barely knew. Mm-hmm. Karen, you guys know Karen. Like, mm-hmm. I, I barely knew her. She, she came and helped, like, pack up my – because in addition, because he hadn't worked in six months, um, we had to sell the house. Mm-hmm. And um, he had also demolished the kitchen before he m- moved out. So I had to remodel the kitchen and sell the house and then move. Um, so I needed just stuff. I yeah. needed people to help me. I mean, you were there mm-hmm. and helped me paint, help me. Demo parties. Pack. Oh my God. Can Remember we just when bring Shelly? <laughs> this is where the chainsaw came in, right? So there were chainsaws involved, women with beer. Oh, my God. Uh, we all have do-rags around our heads. Like, we are ready to fucking singing, demo singing this kitchen yeah. because we're all, we're all standing behind you. We're all... Just celebrating you trying to get through, like whatever. We're just there for you. It was and like my rescue squad, really. Like I was like, uh-huh, it was guys, a- I need help. And then all of a sudden, there's I don't know. Some eight, people are painting. Some people are demo. House, and they're doing everything. So we have a girlfriend that walks through the kitchen and starts a chainsaw. <laughs> so right? this this woman is is Ms. Fix It. Like yeah, she can she build stuff. She can, she can do anything. I mean, yeah. if. If there's something that needs to be done, I send it to Shelly. Yeah. And um, so true. when I found somebody to help me remodel the kitchen, um, and of course money was an issue, he said, look, if you can demolish it, um, 
I mean, my ex had already torn out all the cabinets, but, um, you know, yeah. it'll save you some money. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so right here comes Shelly. Awesome. I'm going to show you how to use a chainsaw and cut your kitchen sink out, <laughs> and we're going to haul it to the curb. <laughs> That's awesome. And the, and the counters. Phenomenal. I mean, she's cutting through everything. <laughs> it was so awesome. I, I know. Uh, I fell in love with Shelly all over again at that point. <laughs> and she was one. Like, I mean, there were yeah. many. I can't even count how many people were so you had like a heartbreak up. squad i love I it the greatest heartbreak yeah, squad awesome. ever awesome. yeah but she yeah like she kept showing up again and again yeah. and again yep so how do you feel now out of five, six years seven years out how do you feel how now? many years has it been now yeah it was it's been almost seven almost seven yeah, years almost seven um like that was a gift to me. I never wanted it. I never asked for it. I tried to give it back. Um, but, you know, he clearly wasn't living to be whatever he wanted to be. Right. And in hindsight, I wasn't either. And so it kind of it gave me a second chance, which, you know, we don't Often, most yeah. people don't get. So with your current partner, did um, did you have reservations at first falling in love again and being trustworthy and like, is that, what does heartbreak do to your heart? You know, How right? Does that... Right. It's um, it's funny because with my girlfriends, you know, you had said about having your heart yeah. cracked open. Like I felt like this is my like I'm gonna let my kid all the way in. I'm gonna yeah. let my girls all the way in. I'm gonna let mm. my parents all the way in, um, and just be real and true and just you know let all the scars show and you know I think I I got closer to people because of that and I hadn't been like that before yeah but with an intimate relationship it's a it's harder harder. yeah and it's somebody I had never met him but I mean you know until match.com yeah exactly so um we both and he had been divorced also it was a couple years ahead of me on that curb um yeah we were both like a little bit like healed up partly, mm-hmm. but inside like wounded animals. Yeah. And so we spent in those tumultuous couple years while we tried to stiff arm mm-hmm. each other and be like, yeah, you know, are you, re- are you really in this? Are you sure? Cause, cause, and I've, I've told him since, <laughs> you know, when we get married, we are not divorcing. I cannot survive yeah. that again. I will have mm-hmm. to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been, you know, and, I, and I have told men on yeah. playgrounds before that I will kill them. <laughs> So, yeah. I What's mean, that like, though, having a relationship where you are talking about things now and now yeah. bringing in your past relationship? Because you, ha- I mean, you have to because you have kids with, you know, this this person, mm-hmm. right? But you're also laying it out on the table now, right? right? So that's something that you didn't do or didn't sound like you did with your with no, your ex. I never did. I never learned to do it. And, you know, in hindsight, my family wasn't like that. We weren't. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure my parents had all kinds of fights and discussions, but they were behind closed doors. My brother and I. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw a one. A lot of our parents were like, let's not fight in front of the kids. It yeah. was a bad thing. It was a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So it left us without, without some tools. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He's See that there much... can be resolution, yeah. you know, with fighting too. Yeah. yeah. My parents were pretty feisty, but they were also all over each other. So that was like a, Ooh. but I was only child too. So I remember that feeling of like, oh. yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exciting and scary, yeah. but like. But real, yeah, yeah. But real. They would make out and hold hands, and so it's fine. I felt like our family <laughs> had two different wings of the house. My parents had completely separate yeah. everything, oh, so it was right. yeah, like that's weird, right? So how do you yeah. learn? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, thank and me God too. for me therapy. Too. God, yeah. thank God. And meds. Let's yes. be honest. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. And meds alcohol. have saved my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lots of cocktails. Yeah. Lots well, of meds. I love chainsaws. I do love, I love the story and the fact that it's a sad story that was, you know, 19 years ain't no joke. Like, no. that's your whole, like, that's your life. That's a big yeah. chunk of your life. But I love that you were able to, like, find heartbreakingly beautiful parts of this yeah. journey and i'm so happy that you're getting married cheers again y'all hey, cheers no. he's a lucky man thanks he's great he's great cheers he's um, a communicator and that is has been a hard learning curve yeah. <laughs> right i think it's yeah. the best though oh god me too i think it's the best i think it's yeah. the scariest thing and it's so weird how you can be so intimate with some other human being but not able to get words out of your mouth to tell them things i think that's so weird i think it's so strange it happens uh. to me all the time 
It like, happens to you. And like to me, you're like the queen of the words. Right? Oh, no, I can't get but words But when it's out. so close mm-hmm. to your heart. I mean, those mm-hmm. are the hardest things to talk about. And yeah. it's so hard to be vulnerable and open that up. I mean, it, it just is. We, yeah. we naturally protect ourselves, you know? I mean. Or we don't want to open a can of worms that was, you know. You know, that's often what it is. It, it Things live in the past yeah. that we don't deal with in the present. They live back there. They're little monsters or gremlins or whatever. And we know that things are probably okay. But if we brought that open, mm-hmm. it would be even better. And that's scary. But then it's right. like, how do or I even start? Or it might be terrible. Yeah, yeah, you might let the gremlin in and then yeah. the ship breaks down. Yeah. And it is it is a great time to that your kids learn. And, and it's, you know, I think I've gone through issues with my husband. We've all gone through things with our husbands or exes or current boyfriends or whatever it is. But um, my kids know that being an adult, you don't know everything. Mm -hmm. Being married is not perfect. And Mm -hmm. because my parents didn't really speak or fight, like, like you'd said, I just kind of speak. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I witnessed a lot of fuck upness with adults, I kind of always felt that they had shit together. You know, I tell my kids all the time, Oh God, we don't, you know, I mean, I have experience and I've learned to navigate how to deal with things, but Oh God, no, we don't because we're always still going through things. You know, we're We're learning from them. Yeah. Yeah. We're all just winging it. My kids, I don't want them to feel insecure, you know, like, um, scared because I don't have my shit together, but you know, I do the best I can, you know, and tomorrow I'll learn something new, you know, and I want them to know that that is life, you know, I mean, there is no ideal, there's no, you know, so it's like, would you go back and have it be the way that it was? And just so he could have, so your son could have that. And is your son not more blessed now probably to have another person in his life that is going to love him and care for him? And you know, I like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of great in that he He's also saw um, relationship from, you know, change and grow and parent. You know, I think that our kids see that. Yeah. For sure. I, yeah. yeah. I like to think that if nothing else, he saw both of us rebuild mm-hmm. something from shards of nothing. And so he knows people can do that. And I think it's yeah. important to tell our kids, like, I always yeah. think about this, like, you are going to love a lot of people in your life. You know, yes. you're going to love a lot of people in your life. And it's never like I remember thinking, no, but yeah, you are. You're going to love yeah. a lot of people in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for telling us your story. Oh my Thank you, thanks Emily. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. Thank you. That wasn't fun. It was, yeah. it was it good. Was cathartic. It was very okay. good. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. We'll have you back again and yes. have fun. Yes. We'll Excellent. talk about something like uh, the heartbreak of... Not knowing how to use a chainsaw. We're going to talk about suburban know, like, mom angst. We are. That's oh, going to be I'm a whole expert a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much, love. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So, Amy, I'm proud of Emily's story. Me too. She's brave and she's cool and she's real. And she just came out of all that, which... People do. I mean, a different person. I know. You know, she did it. And I'm proud of her. And I love her so much. Um, Emily's a very dear friend of mine. And I was there, you know, I wasn't really, really close with her when she was first going through a divorce. But I think as a lot of people do, when you go through a divorce, you become closer and closer to the friends around you, you guys, you know, your helpers. Yeah. You did a lot with her and helped her and you supported her. That bitch took a fucking chainsaw to her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, countertops to tear them apart, you know, to remodel. And the great thing about liberating, I think what's interesting and awesome about her is that she's like truly quite intellectual, but she's like a badass too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love that about her and she likes poetry. I like that too. Yeah. She's awesome. She's She's cool. cool. I hate that people have to go through this shit, but I do love also why we do this and people can sit here and tell their story, like how they came out on, you know, on the other side. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to hear, you know? Yeah, because I think All of when, that. You're, when you're sitting in the middle of the poop, you don't really believe probably or think. Or, and I'm just saying even not even a divorce or a yeah. breakup, but like a very bad time in a relationship. Even you're like, oh, this is never going to be back to where it was. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't see beyond your nose at that point. And then you can't. But you know what I think is so um, admirable and I always defend the other side because if you can't do this, it's just because you're stuck in, in trying to find help. But I love that she could be so honest and own it mm-hmm. and tell it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
we're so flawed, you know, and just tell your story. And there is no ideal or perfect or anything at any point in your life. We all have this idea that I, you know, swear, like when I was 35, I would have a great job and I could pay the bills or I'd never file for bankruptcy or I would never get a divorce or I would never, you know, it's like, we We, don't, yeah, we don't know. We can't predict that. But, but you can be your authentic self, which I think she is hers. You're right. All the time, so it's exactly it. High That's fives exactly to it. our beautiful I know. neighbor. Thank you so much, Emily, for telling your story. And you guys, if you like this story um, and wine, if you if you like <laughs> our wine, come and visit us and tell us your story because we want to hang out with you here in our studio. Go to our website and submit your story. Go to iTunes and um, subscribe and leave a comment, review, whatever, because that helps us out a lot to keep doing what we want to do. This is kind of our, we love doing this. And if you guys are listening, hopefully you like it too. And tell someone about it. Tell someone about it and come and tell your story because it's worth telling and we want to sit down and talk with you. And you always have a good time. Even if you're a sad time, you're a sad time.